0: Dak Prescott goes down. Alex Smith rises up. Are the Rams for real? Le'Veon Bell started from the bottom and now he is here. And are you going to chase Claypool? Welcome in, everybody. This is a Dynasty Mafia podcast. I am Antonio Denisi. With me, as always, Eric and Keenan. What's going on tonight, fellas? Never
1: a dull moment in the NFL, huh? What a great week. What a great week.
0: Week five down already. Week six underway. Except for nuts. Not yesterday. Not not no Thursday night football. Uh for the first time what since twenty ten. Or no, the for the first time there was a game on Tuesday was was twenty ten, sorry. But uh yeah, I kinda like that though, being on Tuesday. No, uh, that was No.
1: No, I did not
0: like Oh that. man, I was a fan of Sunday, Monday, Tuesday just having three straight days of football.
2: No, I'd rather have Oops. two
1: Monday night games. I'm still I love week one when they had the two Monday night games. I I look forward to that more than the Sunday night games. I don't know why.
2: It was nice, but I like the Thursday night games. Cause like you have Sunday, Monday, and then, you know, Thursday just kind of like in the middle of the, you know, a like few days off, then you got another day of football. I they like should. Tuesday too, but if they can do Monday to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, I'd be down for that. I'm sure they could. Eric. <laughs> I'm
1: sure they could.
0: Uh, yeah. The NFL can make a lot of things happen. That's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. Um, no, but uh, like, like we said, uh, happy Friday to everybody listening. Yeah, we we're recording on on Thursday. Um, no football going on, so we're really excited to dive into everything on for Sunday and Monday. But first, uh, Eric, how are you, man? We haven't checked in just yet.
2: Doing how good. How's your week going? Pretty good. You know, it was a little bit of a rough week for fantasy, and you know, for me this week. But you know, other than that, doing good.
0: That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dynasty Mafia podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Anybody that's uh, new, welcome in. You can find us at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Antonio Denisi FF. You can find Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six and Eric at Eric D underscore FF. Uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. Uh, got a lot of good things going for you. And We're going to hit us right into it since we have a lot that, uh, like I said, we do want to talk about. Let's go over our top performers here uh, of the week. And I mentioned Chase Claypool. My man had four touchdowns this week, guys. Four touchdowns, seven catches, 110 yards, three of them in the air, one on the ground. That's why I'm rocking the, the Notre Dame cap for those of you being able to see that on YouTube. But, man, I didn't see this coming.
1: You didn't see four touchdowns coming?
0: just not I didn't see the breakout I guess maybe coming as early as it has I know he had uh, you know a bigger game earlier this year but he had a four touch this is what he was in college he was a big play receiver uh, he's six four. he's fast he, uh, he's lengthy and he just he shows that he can make plays and uh, Pittsburgh's using him they're using him right now
1: yeah he had 17 touches this past week so I mean I mean that has a lot to do with Johnson going down but He's not going to get four touchdowns every week, so um, don't get your don't get your hopes up there on that on that. But I think I think here's here's a bold statement. You know me in bold statements, guys. I think they found their wide receiver one. I think he's going to be jumping juju this offseason.
0: Pittsburgh might be jumping juju.
1: Yeah, that Claypitt uh, jumped it, juju. I I you know. I'm a big Juju fan. Um, he had a great year with an Antonio Brown last year. Injury, injury problems hasn't been the same since that year when he broke out with Antonio Brown. So, but I mean Claypool's just so, and I, and I was totally wrong with him in the offseason. I gave I gave our buddy Joe Saro, um, you know, some some crap because he said that Claypool was going to be the best wide receiver out of this draft class, and I had Claypool at seven. So and I was like, "Joe, there's no way." And I'm a Notre Dame guy too. So, and I was like, "No way, Claypool. You know, he's one dimensional." And seeing him, you know, even score on a score on a rushing touchdown was pretty pretty eye opening for me.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a, he was a lot like Will Fuller was another Notre Dame uh, prospect. Where Will Fuller was a massive deep ball threat. He came to the NFL and he transitioned pretty well when he's healthy as a deep ball threat. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think Deontay Johns is definitely going to stay there, but because he might be, uh, out this week, potentially, I think anybody that scooped him up, you gotta, you gotta start him. Um, you, you gotta, you gotta play you him when he's hot. What'd you say? How much did you spend
1: on him in the one league?
0: I think I spent 41% of my fab on him, but I was, I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm clinging right now. I'm two and three. I think I might actually be one and four, but you are wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm one and four. I have a great team. Just, uh,
1: I'm a game behind you. We're, fight, <laughs> we're fighting who's feeding uh, the rest of the draft um, pizza and wings next year.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, but, no, I also – I spend a lot of money because this is what Pittsburgh does, right? They they grab a lot of guys outside of the first round. Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, Juju, uh, Martavis Bryant, uh, you know, Deontay Johnson last year. Heinz Ward, yeah. It's, it's what they do. So, uh, that's why – uh, a lot of those guys have turned out to be great prospects, and I think that Chase Claypool is going to be the next one up. Just It happened a lot earlier than I thought it would. I, I loved where he was. I didn't like where he was drafted, to be honest, um, but now they're utilizing him right. Uh, Travis Fulgham, got to know when to Folgum, guys, or when to hold him. Had 13 targets, 10 catches, 152 yards, and a touchdown. What are we thinking about him? Chase Claypool and Travis Fulgham, your your uh, top, top players uh, this week. Uh, what do we think is going on with him? Uh, that's two weeks in a row now uh, where he's gotten a touchdown, and it seems like he's maybe taken over for the Greg Ward being the number one target in Zach Ertz for at least last yes, uh, last week.
2: Yeah, for last week, definitely. But the week before, I think you know, he kind of got lucky. He only had three targets and two catches, and they had the touchdown. But, yeah, this week was, you know, the ten receptions, and, you know, but I, I think it's really only until Rager and Goddard come back, um, whenever that will be. But, I mean, definitely yeah. for the next couple of weeks at least, he, he's going to be a good flex option.
1: And also on Jeffrey, too.
2: Yeah, Jeffrey's yeah. going to be coming yeah, back. We're
1: planning to him back, too. So. Yeah, Jeffrey
0: may come back this week. Um, I know he is practicing. Uh, very lim- Well, he's limited, so it, it could be another one, another week. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I think uh, Rager has, can come back week eight. Um, and then Goddard's coming back. So, I mean, Philadelphia could be a nice second-half team. Um, and
2: and they're only they're, one what, one game behind the <laughs> yeah, to, the, the uh, Yeah,
1: yeah they, they have four wins collectively in the NFC East right now. They're one game behind the Andy Dalton uh, Cowboys. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I, again, yeah, Fulgham had a good week. I
0: think you need to pick him up, though, because for the next two or three weeks he's going to be a big target, uh, I believe, of Carson Wentz. Uh so and he probably didn't cost you that much either probably spent you know 8 to 10% um maybe even lower into 5 or 6 but another guy you should have spent some money on um if you weren't lucky enough to pick him up you know before the game cuz I told you last week he was going to have a good game then that's Brandon Cooks uh 12 targets 8 for 161 and a touchdown uh he connected a lot with Watson um and most of it happened I think after the first
1: quarter he's back
0: <laughs> yeah, he he went catch. He had no catches in week five. Uh, had a very big bounce back game, um, but I don't know. I I think that uh, I think it might, you know, swap every game between Fuller and uh, and Cooks
1: now. But I think they both should at least be rostered. I'm a big yeah, definitely when a coach gets fired. I, I'm a big believer of players producing at for that new coach because change of scheme or you know players play play. You know, they want to play for the new coach or whatnot. So, uh, I I wasn't shocked to see Brandon Cooks put up the numbers that he did. And and now that uh, who, that um, Atlanta fired their coach too this past week, don't don't be shocked if that Atlanta offense blows up. You know, it, it just I I feel like that's just, that's a trend around the league.
2: Yeah, I, I said before the season too. I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Cooks finished the season as the wide receiver one there. You know, he just he, – it was a new team, new offense. He just needed time to click. And I think that's going to start happening. I agree, you know, they're going to go back and forth. He's going to have his, you know, his boom and bust games, but that's how he's always been. But, you know, he, he's always a threat to over 1,000 yards.
0: Yeah, I think he does have a good shot for for 1,000 yards too. Uh, he's had over 90 yards in two of his four games. Uh, let's talk about somebody else though. That's just defying the laws of defense, and I think DK stands for Defense Killer in DK Metcalf because that is what he is doing right now. Uh, I he, he's got a touchdown in four of his five games. He's got five touchdowns on the season. He's got at least four catches in ninety-two y- or ninety and ninety-two yards in each of his games. You're getting a floor from a guy who only has uh, twenty-four targets. I'm sorry not reading that right now um, I mean he's got 39 targets he has a touchdown rate of 23 percent right now and I know what you're thinking that just it can't that can't happen that can't continue but the fact that he's on pace right now for over 1500 yards and 16 touchdowns as he sits at the wide receiver four I mean, I know I'm going on a while with DK right now, guys, but I did not see this coming at all. And Doug Baldwin had 16 touchdowns a few years ago, Russell Wilson. They're all efficient. Somebody take me off this ledge right now.
2: Don't stay on the ledge. Stay on the ledge. I'm loving every second of it. I said, what, back in uh, uh, May it was, or whenever it was, we were doing our buy-sells. He was one of my buys back then. And, you know, the value you were paying then was half the value you're going to pay to get him now. Uh, but it, he he's awesome. He's going to be great. I mean, people all over Twitter, they're talking about how he's the Dynasty Wide Receiver 1.
1: I was just about to say that. There's people that believe that he's a Dynasty Wide Receiver 1, and there's people that don't believe that, and the people that don't believe that are going to be the wrong
0: people. I am so glad that you mentioned that because I wanted to talk about that on the episode today. Who is your Dynasty Wide Receiver 1
1: right now? We're talking about him. Is he – is it really? Not CeeDee Lamb? No. No, I mean, you got Prescott with the injury now too. That's a big question mark. And I know us three have talked about in the past where – even this past week, are the Cowboys going to sign DK – or DK, are, are the Cowboys going to re-sign Dak? Um, that's a big question mark. I mean, you got DK Metcalf. quarterback is, pro- is the best quarterback in the league right now. And that offense is just clicking. Um, so even, even with Lockett on the other side of DK and DK and Lockett are both putting up the points, fancy points. And usually when you have these two type of wide receivers, one takes away from each other, one takes away from uh, the other one. But I think all, both of them have produced so far. And I think DK is, like you said, defensive killer. He just looks, he's so much bigger than a lot of these cornerbacks and safeties where he just dominates down the field
0: yeah dk fourth and uh, lockett 10th they had a little swap of roles after after week three Mm -hmm. um but yeah tyler lockett though the last two weeks four targets five targets and less than 44
1: yards are you worried at all i'm not i it's just he's gonna get his you know i mean dk got his when um when it wasn't as much as he's getting the last that he's gotten, like he's gotten the last two games, but um, he, he'll, they'll both get
2: theirs, I think. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worrying just yet. I mean, with the emergence of DK being this good, it's like it's gonna have games like this, unfortunately, but he's still gonna have he's still gonna have a few more of those other games where you know he's getting what multiple touchdowns and you know over a hundred yards, but I mean, he, you're gonna have you're gonna have these kinds of games in there.
0: Yeah, I think last game was uh, – it was a really slow start for Seattle. That whole first that, half, that I think, also
2: – they were terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Wilson had, like, five points. And I wound up losing in, like, two leagues because of Russell Wilson when they – that second half came back. Um, I know it was early, but it was a big week again for him. Um, uh, another big week for Adam Thielen. He had another two touchdowns. Mike Williams had two touchdowns in Keenan Allen's uh, absence. Do you buy Mike Williams the rest of the season? I mean, it sounds like Keenan Allen's okay, but do you think this might have helped a little bit of a rapport with Herbert?
2: It definitely helped. Uh, once Keenan Allen's back, though, I, I don't see Mike Williams being this big of a factor. Uh, but I guess long-term, definitely, it, it helped with that chemistry and to, to build that. But I know, I'm not going as crazy as a lot of people are, I think.
0: I gotcha. How about you, Keenan? I forgot to actually ask um, with Tyler Lockett, since it's a bye week for Seattle, do you think we should be, like I said, buying low on Tyler Lockett right now? If if we think, you know, those last two games are just fluky and he's going to come back, he should be a, I mean, we're going to talk about buys, uh, buys and sells a little later, but what do you think about uh, Tyler Lockett? I buy him. I mean, he's, what did
1: you say? Wide receiver 10?
0: Yeah. Wide receiver 10 right now. I mean, he's, who who do you think? Um, let me ask you then. Would you rather have C. D. Lamb retire Lockett?
1: Lockett just because of Dax injury.
0: What about Joe Mixon or Tyler Lockett?
1: I you know me and running backs. I love my running backs.
0: Yeah, especially this year. They've they've been needed more than ever this year. Um, Keenan Allen. We just said him. Keenan Allen or Tyler
1: Lockett. Keenan Allen. Uh oh, I – I'm just going to go with Lockett just because of R- Wilson's his quarterback. That's have to go with Lockett too. Uh, one more. DK
0: Metcalf or Michael Thomas? Um, Come on. It's Michael Thomas. Stop.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> – like
0: I said, as much me, as I we we let can't let me, be crazy right now. I love DK, just, but
1: let me just say, if if you offer me DK for Michael Thomas, I decline it straight up. So yeah, I I'd stay I'd, even with Michael Thomas not playing. Has he played it at all this year? Or maybe maybe yeah, the first game he first played. Game, like yeah. the first even him missing the last week or, two. or whatever, I I'd still at this point I'd keep um, Michael Thomas. All right, all right. Okay,
0: let's move on there to mini-CMC. Mike Davis is on hold a tear. On, hold on,
1: hold on, <laughs> one second. Don't think What?
0: No, 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 no. We're not going to talk. We're not gonna
1: talk. You're- listen, listen, you're going to put some respect on Adam Thielen's name before it's no. over. You know, no. I kind of want you to write an apology, but after last week's apology and you jinxed um, our buddy Dak, I don't want you to write one. But you're going to put some respect on Adam Thielen. <laughs> I I don't know I have
0: I have nothing still just yet Fred Adam Thielen. he's yeah. he you know I'm not going to say I have nothing um I can't say I have nothing for your uh, second wide receiver right now but uh, I've told you I, Kirk Cousins never throws the they've thrown it over like 30 times once which was last game you know he had 13 targets he's continuing to get 33% of the targets which that's probably going to go down but he's one of the only people that are likely to get it cuz that's what the Vikings are they're a heavily concentrated team uh, on just two wide receivers, which as we've seen is Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson as well. With his emergence, I, I just – I don't know. I, he's very touchdown dependent, but I know it's crazy saying that because he's got over 100 yards uh, and, and you know, six touchdowns right now. But he's got three catches in two of those games. And these two touchdowns, he didn't do any, much of it until the second half. I mean, It's all garbage, it's, they just, they were, they got so far, like, I don't know how they ruined it. If they were up 13 nothing, and Thielen had no targets with like three minutes left in the second quarter. That's not, first, that's quarter. not a lot
2: in today's NFL. 13 points.
0: I, no, no, but the, the, the point being, the point being they were up 13 nothing, and Thielen had nothing to do with that. He had no targets. He didn't get anything until last minute, until nearly two minutes left in, in the second quarter where he had four targets. So second half was all the other production. And that was after Seattle came out and scored
1: three awesome. touchdowns in the third quarter. You know what I said about Dak last week? He's a perfect garbage time quarterback and garbage time. Wouldn't you fancy? fancy. I don't believe in garbage
0: time. I know we've talked about this off air. Um, I don't, I, you know, you got to play all four quarters, but I just don't think there's, you're going to have that game script every time where Minnesota's up a whole half controls everything. All of a sudden the other team get, gets a crazy lead and then they're in a shootout. It's they're a run first team. Um, but I know Thielen's going to get his targets. I just, wide receiver two, you got to sell him. I think he's going to still finish outside the top five. Um, but let's move on here to, to Mini CMC. Like an apology. Thank you. Mini CMC, um, he's on a tear. Mike Davis finished as RB1. Uh, he had 16 carries for 89 rush yards and added on nine catches for 60 yards and a touchdown, had 10 targets. Man, he you know he finished as the RB twenty one in week two when he came in just for that second half. Since then, he's been RB nine, RB eight, now RB one. I think. The what's
1: most, going on? I think the more important question is how long is he under contract in in Carolina, and who's going to pay this guy? Because so, now, now that I'm thinking about it, and I hate to say it in front of you guys because we're in a couple of dynasty leagues, should you be buying Mike Davis?
0: Uh, I think this is a very good proponent of the offense because I mean he's 27. Don't forget
1: Chicago gave him a contract. Yeah, but hold on, Antonio. He's 27 years old. That gives you leverage to buy him, buy him at a very cheap cost and low risk, high reward. If if I mean, we gotta look at his contract, I, I don't know what.
0: Yeah, he is a free agent next year when he's gonna be 28.
2: I could see Carolina. Paying him just backup money.
1: And, I, I can see that, too. Really, I, don't, I don't think he's going to get up The way he's putting up the num- the numbers that he's putting up, does he want to be a backup?
2: I don't so, know if he's going to get it. I don't a know. I mean, yeah, he, he, work
1: got, work. he got, he got I think, That's four There's going to be a million.
2: lot of running backs. In he's, free not gonna
1: get, he's not going to get crazy money, but he's might get a starting role somewhere. Yeah, there's a shot. That's what happened with him
0: um, when he went from Seattle to Chicago. Uh, remember when – Carson went out two years ago. He performed a little bit uh, well with that offense, went to Chicago, nothing happened, got like five or six million bucks. They let him go after one year and now he winds up here. Um, yeah. He's doing great. He's averaging uh, over five yards or close to five yards of carry. He's getting, he's got
1: 30 catches. Um, he, is your, he is your, he is your running. I don't want you to say he's a cabotman of the offense because when McCaffrey went down, no one expected this.
0: Right. And that's my point is that, now that you're seeing it, I think CMC is just—he's gonna come. Like you needed to buy him. If you didn't buy him yet, and they say he's out two or three more weeks, you need to try to buy him because I think when CMC comes back, he's going to be the RB one. I mean, Elvin Kamara back to that is, league winning. Yeah, he will be. Will be the league winning player as well as Elvin Kamara is playing. Um, I'm more talking about dynasty for Mike Davis. Oh, dynasty purposes. Now, yeah, I mean,
1: that's what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm I you draft. I'm saying you if could. If you had – if you need a running back and you think Mike Davis is going to leave Carolina and might get a starting role somewhere. Well, how much, if you had Mike Davis, what do you expect for him? And, I, and I'm asking you what you want for him. From what do you, what are you telling me? I
0: mean, I would honestly wait until CMC comes back unless you need like, unless for some reason you're like a fringe playoff team and you might need a couple wins in the next three. Uh, three weeks, two or three weeks. I probably th- I would sauce out maybe a few seconds, or uh, I would start with a third. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, a second and a third maybe. And you might have a starting running back for a couple
0: second and a third might be too much for me. I would probably just do maybe gotta, a second or a third. I prefer a third, of course, but it's because, like I said, you don't know what if he gets signed when CMC comes back and they sign him now, um, and then he's now their backup, like Eric said, and you just sent out a second round pick for nothing. You only have it as a handcuff, and you might not even have CMC. Um, I don't know, but I, I think he's uh, I think he's doing great. Like you said, unexpected. He's gonna, he's definitely helping to uh, win a lot of games for people. Um, but you know, someone else that helped win some games for people this week, Todd Gurley was your RB two. Uh, he had 14 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Added four catches through the air. I think this is the sell high game for Gurley. I, I don't know if you're gonna get it again. We just talked about Atlanta firing their quarterbacks. I mean, their, their uh, coach and GM and Matt Ryan has uh, struggled the last game or two not that i don't think he's going to bounce back
1: still not getting the respect in the fantasy in the fantasy world
0: um you, so you're not going to sell high in this performance
1: i try to i try to sell him and he's oh, you
0: say no cuz you won't get respect he, of yeah trade. Yeah,
1: still not he's still not getting the respect from people and i i don't know if people are just not looking at looking at his numbers or, or aren't watching his games but He's played pretty well to me. I mean, he's not going to be the Todd Gurley of three years ago or two years ago. People need to get over that. But he is a RB two, a good RB
2: two for you.
0: Yeah, I think he might. I think he's a hold. Um, I think he's a hold too. Um, I think that unless you can be. get another
2: like, if you can, if you can trade him for like a top another t- top twelve running back. I don't know, maybe like see if you can trade him for like a Josh Jacobs, who's been who had a few. Uh, rough games, you That's know, see if wish. maybe somebody will go after that, or even Joe Mixon, maybe. You can trade him for Joe Mixon. or You want You want to trade me Joe
1: Mixon? For, uh, Again, I wish. Road? We can do it right now.
0: <laughs> uh, Alexander Mandison, basically in the second half, had 112 yards, um, 139 total yards. Delvin Cook went out with a groin injury, and uh, it sounds like Mike Zimmer at least said that uh, he's doing fine. So maybe they'll be playing. But, of course, with with the COVID uh, of some Atlanta Falcons staff and they shut the facilities down, we're going to – you know, hopefully we have more information uh, by the time this comes out on what's going on. But um, would you be – I mean, obviously, Madison is a sure-fire top-five start if the game happens. What if Cook plays? Sorry, yeah, if the game happens and Cook doesn't play. I don't know why they have a bye week seven. I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, sit him, let him get healthy. Um, I mean, at least that's what I think they should be doing. You know, Delvin Cook though is doing great. Delvin Cook's uh, leading the league in rushing yards um, by 100, by 112. Delvin Cook tried to come back after that injury. Yeah, he did, and that's. I'm glad that he didn't. I just, I, I don't know. You've seen what Madison does. He's very capable of filling the role of, of Cook. Uh, I just think you sit him for a week. I don't think you decide, hey, oh, we have a bye week the week after. Let's play him anyway in case. No, I think you should sit him. Atlanta's shambles right now. Um,
1: That game won't happen. What would you say? That game won't happen this week anyways.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like like you said, with it being staff members and we're not seeing the players and they had to shut the facility down, I don't know what the plan is. Um, like, Like I said, hoping more to come. But uh, we got some streamers a little later to talk about for you if you are running into that issue with the potential of that being moved. Uh, so I think that's going to – you know, Jamison Crowder. Let's talk about Jamison Crowder real quick. Please, please, please. He is killing it. Do you know he is your number wide res- number three wide receiver on a point-per-game basis?
1: With Joe Flacco as his quarterback right now and Adam Gase as his coach. You know, and Adam Gase does love his slot receivers. But he's got at
0: least seven catches and 104 yards in every game. I yeah, think I got, him on,
2: I got him on a few of my benches, and I'm like, well, wow, I gotta really get him in my lineup.
0: He needs I think everybody needs to trade for him. I, I think that uh I don't think he's getting the respect either. I don't think people are realizing how good he's doing because of how bad the Jets are. But he is the lone ranger in that offense right now. Adam Gase, like I said, loves his slot receivers. And I think that uh, – I think you can get him pretty cheap because he's going to be uh, wide receiver two the rest of the season. I really think he will.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, let's look at some, uh, some dud games on the week. Um, Joe Mixon had uh, 24 rushes for only 59 yards, six catches for 35 yards, which was kind of nice to see, though, because um, he's getting a lot of work in the passing game the last – two games. Six is a career high for him and he's done it now twice. Um Terry McLaurin had three for twenty six. DJ Chark uh we wouldn't call him a bust. He got injured, but uh Devin Singletary didn't do so hot. Uh Evan Ingram only had the two catches for nine yards, but he did catch a touchdown, which kind of saved some people. Um Tyler Higby was struggling again. Justin Jefferson let some people down one of my one of my
1: impresses. Um, Nothing else to
0: – anything you want to
1: highlight from there? Can we talk about Mike Evans for a sec? Is he touch on dependent right now?
0: So, I am actually – it seems like a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, are trying to get rid of Mike Evans. I'm on the opposite side. I want to scoop him up. Um, I know I said before the season that he's going to get double-digit touchdowns. Obviously, I still feel that way with him having six right now. Um, you know, tied for the league lead. But – He's doing this without Chris Godwin. He was doing this somewhat unhealthy. I understand that Brady's not Brady of old, but Brady's clearly throwing him in the red zone. You
2: remember what down? yeah also was. he still had nine targets last week too, as well. It yeah, just, he's
0: had two games of, of yeah, heavy he target took, load over 100 yards. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that. Um, what? What are you worried about, Mike Evans? I guess
1: a little bit. I, I really am. I one one i I think he's playing hurt that he's definitely hobbling around two is Godwin gonna come back healthy and how healthy he is three Brady's not Brady, and four he's just not getting the receptions that we're accustomed to him getting it's the thing that's saving people is the is the touchdowns
0: but is it saving him though like I said he's got um he's got. Two games over 100 yards. He's got multiple touchdowns in some games, and none of this is with Godwin. None of this is with Foley being healthy. I think. Imagine if he is. I mean, he he is a he's got. A, you agree with me? He's a lock for ten touchdowns.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Anyone that anyone, is,
0: that, anyone we, that gets ten touchdowns about, is going to be a top ten.
1: Like we talk about Thielen. Would you say we talk about the garbage time with him? Like we talk about with
2: Thielen. Well, let me, can I mention Bay something? Tampa Bay doesn't have garbage can time, I mean, and Again, something? it doesn't if, exist. If you want to say, you know, just 10 touchdowns will make you top 10. But the thing is, he's gotten six of those in the first five games. Is he only going to get four touchdowns in the next 11 games?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Which, I mean, I think he's going to get more than that. He's, I think he's going to get closer to 15, but.
0: I really do too.
2: Uh, Because I, I, he's still got targeted, you know, he. He didn't get targeted a lot when Godwin was in, but that game – that, that, was, that was, it was the first game. You know, It was the first game with them playing. It was the first game with Brady. I don't know. Well,
0: and he was injured.
2: Yeah, that game yeah, he, yeah. so, he almost didn't even play. Oh,
0: here's his targets. Here's his targets. 4-10 since week one. 4-10, 4-8-9. I, I don't see a problem with that. He's got 37 targets so far. Puts him on pace for about 110. Um, that I second the,
2: one, the second game with four targets, he had two touchdowns.
1: Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Nick. So if you he's look, he's got at a touchdown it, in every other game. If you look at it, one reception week one, the touchdown saved him. Injured? I mean, the touchdown saved you as a fantasy. I, fan, right, I agree with you, but he was injured. So seven seven receptions next week. Okay, he had a he had a great game. 100, 104 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he had a great week that week. In the following week, two two receptions, two touchdowns. The touchdown saved you. Reaggravated the hamstring, and he played yeah. Denver. And he had a great game again. And then he had five receptions for in and, and a touchdown. The touchdown saved you again against Chicago,
0: who's one of the best.
1: Yeah, but, team, he, who, who,
0: he's also scored the first receiving touchdown from a wide receiver that Chicago lit up all ye- all season. That's so fine. it's fine. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> I agree. I, I, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I kind of agree. I think Keenan Keenan makes a point, but I also think that you know there's nobody else behind. Evans, you know, I know we like Scottie Miller. Scotty Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller, baby. I know we like him, but you know, he's nothing compared to Evans. You know, oh, once no. Evans there, it's really going to open things up some more, I think. I just I, I just I,
1: uh, that offense just isn't clicking the way I thought it would be clicking. And I know I know Mike Evans is hurt, I know Godwin's is hurt as well and they lost um OJ Howard. It just isn't clicking the way I pictured it. Let's just say that.
0: I understand it. Um I don't know. I'm I'm excited for what they're going to do. I'm excited for the AFC South games when they start playing, or NFC South. Oh, Yeah, I'm sorry, GC NFC <laughs> NFC South games when they start playing. I'm not
1: them. With him too. I'm not. I'm not. If I have him, I'm not selling them. But if, if I can get right. him, if I could get him, I I will. I will try to trade for him. But I'm also on the worried side as well.
2: I, I think they're going to have a strong second half once they're fully healthy. I, and Bruce Arians'
0: they offense, got, you
1: know, they got I, coming up. Vegas, Giants, New Orleans, Carolina, and Rams—all
0: shootouts. I'm, I'm, AC, all shootouts. AC, it's going to be, it's going to be really nice, man. I'm, I'm, twice
1: the air, so.
0: I'm uh, yeah, I'm very excited for for when they can start clicking. And Bruce Aaron's offense, even though it looks like a little mixture of the him and Tom Brady's, is it's a tough one to learn. So I think that, uh, I think whatever they're kind of combining, they're still figuring it out. And uh, you know, maybe when Brady stops thinking there's five downs, it also might improve yeah, a little bit. What
1: better. was that about? <laughs> and then he denied it at at the post-game.
0: Yeah, no, that didn't happen. What are you oh, talking about?
1: I mean, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> maybe maybe the Patriots been this good because they all these years because they've got five five downs so and we just didn't catch catch on to it. He, just, uh,
2: he can't deny it. He just he put he's put four fingers up in the air. Like you yeah. you, you can't deny and, it. And
1: and Arian said that that play call is designed for fourth down. They they that's their fourth down go to play.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, Brady wouldn't have. Brady never yeah. would throw for twenty yards on a third and twenty if you got two downs. Yeah, he's going for fourteen, fifteen, and then he'll get the last five or six and make yeah. you angry. Um, man, yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's hit some news and notes here. A little bit uh, a little bit late in the show for that, but we're gonna hit on some of those. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a DUI uh, on. Yikes. Uh, yeah, yikes. Uh, had a DUI on uh, Tuesday. Uh, team team sent him home on Wednesday, and he came back to practice on Thursday. Uh, you know, when it originally happened, I wasn't sure if they were going to cut him with how reckless it sounded. I mean, he could have potentially been arrested but he wasn't, um, but it sounds like he's back. I don't know what discipline's going to happen, but the league supported? has to... Yeah, I think he's going to play. I, Philip like Lindsay's coming back too, so I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe sees a lot less work than normal. Uh, but also, like the league won't discipline him until there's any legal process that's completed. So at least for this week, you know he's playing potentially. Um, but with that being said, if you have to start him, I guess start him. But uh, it is an uncomfortable situation for me. I'm benching him in one league, but. I have two other running backs that can be a little better. So like I said, if you have to start him at your RB two, you gotta start him.
1: I think I think you're fine with I don't think you're getting suspension this year. Uh, by the time the investigation all that is completed, I think you got nothing to worry about there. Um, if they haven't caught him already, they're they're not cutting.
0: Yeah, you definitely need to add Philip Lindsay though, if he wasn't picked up in this uh latest uh waiver run. Um like I like we were talking about uh, before Delvin Cook Telvin Cook got uh, got injured, but it sounds like he'll be coming back. Uh, Alex Smith finally came back after his uh, almost two-year hiatus. It was really nice to see until he stepped on the field and actually started throwing the ball. Uh, Then it kind of looked a little like he maybe should be waiting a bit longer. Uh, You know, Kyle Allen apparently got – we're not going to call it benched because they claim there was an injury, and he's all fine now to come back and play. But, uh, yeah, Smith – Alex Smith threw – uh, through thirty-seven times, and um, it just it just looked pretty rough. So I'm just glad to see him back on the field, but uh, maybe a little bit longer until until he'll be starting again. Uh, maybe not even this year. But how about your Kyle Allen with Terry McLaurin? Uh, what do you think about that, uh, Eric? Sorry.
2: Yeah, I mean, if if he's going to be the one in there for the rest of the season, I mean, obviously he, you know, what what have been. Mc- had, i forgot what he had two games ago with Allen, but he had a good game. I remember; I think he had over 100 yards. Yeah, and a touchdown. Yeah, but
0: but yeah, I'm I'm surprised they didn't put
2: Haskins in there when when I Allen traded him. Out, but
0: yeah, it sounds like he's got an illness he's dealing with. But Haskins is definitely done. Um, yeah, uh, last week McLaurin had 10 catches for 118 yards against Baltimore. So very disappointing to see what happened against the Rams uh, last week, but. Uh, I don't know. I think obviously it's better that Allen's there than it was Alex Smith, but McLaurin, I think he's a good buy low. Um, I know we got a lot of buys, buy lows we're talking about right now, and we're going to hit on a few later. Um, but yeah, that's just, this what's this happening this year. There's a lot of guys in the beginning of the season that are underperforming. Uh, I am, I am a proud, was a proud McLaurin owner um, and I am a proud McLaurin owner in a majority of leagues. Uh, but he's a part of the reason why a lot of my teams aren't doing so hot um, so far. But I think he's someone that's going to change
1: uh, for the second half of the season. You traded him, and then I traded him.
0: Yeah, I traded him to you, I think, in two leagues. And and I still haven't met a couple of leagues. Um, but I, I just uh, he's don't so like talented.
1: Kyle. I don't like Kyle Allen. That's, that's, I don't either. That's where it comes down to down to, for me. It's I'm sure Mc- – Scary Terry, as I call him, um, I, he's going to have his game still. I just – I can't trust this quarterback. I really can't. Uh, I'd rather have Hopkins in there. Hopkins um, – not Hopkins. Um, what the hell is the quarterback's name they just benched? Hos- Hoskins, right? Oh, oh, oh Haskins? Haskins, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have him in there because they, they play college ball together. And they kind of yeah. have a little bit of the chemistry together. And I guess I was a little excited to see Alex Smith in there just because of – the production that it it might help scary Terry, but I don't know. I, that's why I traded him. I,
0: yeah, I would move him too because he they're going to trade him. They're definitely going to get rid of him. He's going to get a chance to go somewhere else, um, wherever that may be. But uh, I, I think McLaurin might might need another week to buy low unless you can get a good deal now. But he's playing at the Giants. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a uh, tougher week for him uh, than maybe it may seem. You know he has a date with uh, with James Bradbury, who's the number two cornerback according to PFF right now. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about him later um, when we talk about our stresses. Another preview. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on from uh, from that part. Uh, like I said, good thing Alex Smith's back. He was, you know, he was sacked six times in the second half against the Rams. Who <laughs> was Alex Smith? Poor guy. I know, like that's what I'm saying. Like it just—it wasn't
1: right for him to be. How do, you think back, his, man. how do you think his wife felt watching that game in her in the stands? Oh man,
0: yeah, he, she was. She was probably so name. scared every single time. But he he chucked he chucked that ball. Uh, all right, over to some injuries we we mentioned earlier. Uh, the sad news of Dak Prescott—he's uh, going to be out for the season after that horrific uh, foot injury came clean right off the bone. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said on Tuesday, though, he expects that he will be ready to join the team for offseason workouts in uh, late April or early May. So are they going to be franchising Dak again? Is he going to be a Cowboy still? Andy Dalton's coming in. What do we think that offense is going to be like,
2: Eric? It's not going to be as good. Um, It seems like, you know, Dalton was a big fan of Gallup when he came in, but you know, it, it definitely worries me for CD rest of the season. Um just the whole offense in general. Not not Zeke though. I think they're going to rely on Zeke a little bit more because of this, but yeah, it's I don't know. I I got we got to see more with with Dalton in there to really get a grasp on what's going to look like.
1: Now, if you have Dalton, um if you're in a super flex league, how much are you how much are you spending on Dalton? Fab?
0: I think you'd have to spend at least twenty-five to thirty percent. You might not get him with that, but yeah, I did You might, it. I mean, yeah, you probably would have to spend upwards of fifty.
1: Yeah. Do you start him? As oh, guy? absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, yeah. Think I think he's a quarterback. I could think he's a quarterback. one the rest of the season, yeah. um, and then in in dynasty, even um, I, I would be throwing out, especially in a superflex. Uh, I mean,
1: maybe you have to wait and see because I think you might have some. People demanding, like, a first-round pick. I got him for 2 bucks, $2 today. Where? In Dynasty, Western New York. Yeah, but that's a one-quarterback league, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a one-quarterback league, but also in our Superflex league, I ended up getting him for uh, $13, $13, $5, I think, too. So I was pretty pleased with that as well. Oh, wow. And didn't I – isn't the budget, like,
0: uh, 200 bucks in that one? Eric? Eric, Eric, double check that. Yeah, thirteen bucks. So that's still pretty low. Um, yeah. But but like I was saying though, I mean, I know people are going to be commanding a first, rightfully so. Usually, any any starting quarterback should be a first uh, a first round pick in, in a dynasty uh, super flex. But um, yeah, I think Dalton can really he can come in and I, I obviously think he's not going to throw for over four hundred yards a game like Dalton is, but there's a chance he becomes that uh, that game managing quarterback that can throw for two fifty and three. And they can win
1: games, you know, 28 to 21 instead of having to be in such – shoot. it was a job next year after he gets – after he puts up some numbers with his offense.
2: It was a $100 budget.
1: It was a $100 okay. So, yeah, 13% at it. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, again, not, not saying anything negative to Dak. They lost a the job. I mean, of course, they, they may keep him. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but there's just a world where Dalton performs very well. Uh, with this offense, fits nicely. Uh, Dalton Schultz didn't get any targets, though. It, it's a little at all. So he did, he did pass to five separate players. Dalton Schultz was not one of them. CeeDee um, Lamb was the most with three. Gallup had three. Uh, we know Gallup had, like, what, 50 yards, I believe, in that final minute with the two catches. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think everybody is still a hold for Dallas. Zeke might have a little bit of an improvement
1: as well. I think I think you're with Schultz. I think you're going to see an improvement as well until you know Dalton gets a little more comfortable with with his deep threats on the field.
0: Uh, you know, I, I hope so. I'm thinking that might have been maybe just just because of the uh, the game were, script. Were they down again? They were down again. They were down. Yeah, he came back and they and uh, helped him win. But uh, yeah, maybe it was just more trusting everybody else instead of the rookie tight end. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could understand that. Um, but you know, he did throw the rookie wide receiver, but CE Lamb's a different breed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would I would probably be pushing if you're a needy uh in the dynasty, if you're super flex, if you're a needy team that maybe had some injuries like, you know, had Dak and didn't happen to have Dalton as your and you need no second quarterback, uh, and you could afford to get rid of a first round pick for him, I I would probably do it because he, he's gonna help you win the championship. I like I said, I think he's gonna be a quarterback one moving forward with uh some potential at uh top six. Who's this? Andy Dalton. Interesting. Well, that's he, why he, I got remember. It. He, he went to the playoffs, what seven straight years in Cincinnati. I know that. he didn't win, but yeah, he was able to get them there. And AJ green had some great stats and now he has like three AJ greens. I mean,
2: <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I, in a league, I, I'm a contender right now. Four and one. I just lost Dak. I would not pay a first for Dalton. I would pay a second though.
1: You paid a fourth for. Yes. A- I don't
0: think anybody's uh, taking a second 10. though. Nobody's taking. I don't. I, don't know. I mean, somebody maybe maybe if they think it's a high second, but you also don't know right now in week six. Maybe you can think you're gonna get a high second, but uh, you don't know how the rest of season is gonna go. So I kind of I'll think about it as a medium pick. Um, if you know for for sure, hey, you're getting a, where that pick's gonna be, and, you, and you're comfortable with it, then take it. But um, if I had Dalton, I wouldn't sell him for less than the first. If I was buying Dalton, sure, start with a second. That probably is wise, uh, and then see, if go from there. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep moving on though for this. So Cam Newton is going to be coming back uh, from COVID. Uh, he's going to be off the list. He'll be starting this week. Uh, AJ Brown didn't practice, uh, but he's gonna with his knee. But it sounds like he's going to be good to go. Julio Jones didn't practice with his hamstring uh, guy. Do you think he's going to play? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he will.
2: Probably, yeah. Might, might yeah. be a little limited, but...
0: Yeah, he's Julio. Uh, if he plays, do you start him?
2: You have to. Uh,
1: I, I don't know. I
2: He still Matt, has Matt Ryan throwing him the ball. It's, I, mean, still... I mean, Matt
1: Ryan, I know we talked about his leap year all, You know, all offseason. Yeah, he been hasn't running. been Matt Ryan. And I know they just started our coach. I think... Right now, if I have anyone besides Calvin Ridley from the Atlanta Falcons, I am sitting them until I figure out what this offense is.
0: Yeah, I think Atlanta's still trying to figure that part out, which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to keep throwing the ball. If Matt Ryan's throwing more on 40 times a game, I am buying into any wide receivers there. Uh, production is going to come.
1: Speaking of Matt Ryan... I don't think we mentioned this. Did did you see the owner of Atlanta Falcons didn't want to com- say that he was committed to Matt Ryan moving forward after this year?
0: Yeah, I I I did hear that um I kind of disregarded it. it is something worth mentioning though because then yeah, there maybe there's a chance that they do hit the reset button. Julio's getting older. Uh Matt Ryan's getting older. They just traded for Hayden Hurst That's-
1: Todd Gurley's out after this year. Yeah, Todd Gurley could be gone. I mean, the defense isn't anything special. No coach. I mean, at this point, besides you have Calvin Ridley. Why not?
0: draft class is going to be pretty. I mean, they if they stop right now, that was where part of my worries with Julio is they could shut him down if he does re-aggravate for the rest of the season. Because why are you going to play him if you have nothing to to play for? I know Julio wants to play. I want Julio to play, but there's a chance they could go tank for Trevor.
1: I mean, they got a good. I mean, it's gonna to be tough to beat out the Jets on that. But um, got they
0: all—they're all winless. <laughs> yeah. They're always. It's gonna be—it's gonna be crazy this year. Who's <laughs> gonna be? This fun. off
2: season is gonna be fun because yeah, just because these quarterbacks coming in, especially Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Sunshine? especially if the Jets get that pick. Cause I I'd be very interested to see where Darnold's gonna go. Cause I still like Darnold long term. I think he's gonna be a good quarterback. But you're
0: jumping on the bandwagon, San Francisco. No. Bandwagon. Just keep that uh, keep that in the back I don't of your think mind. There's a bandwagon. What about
1: what about Ooh, New England? England?
2: I said New England. I I said it. Uh, it was like last week in the one chat we were in. I said, just watch. That's what Bill Belichick's been waiting for. This was playing all along.
0: If he gets a smart quarterback, which I mean I know. And that may sound foolish to some people, but Sam Darnold is, is actually – he is a very smart quarterback. He's just a horrible situation. Don't forget how great of a prospect he was coming out of high school, going into USC. Uh, a lot of issues happened with USC, but he still kind of performed.
1: Uh, but
0: San Francisco, I'm saying, because, you know, like, because of those USC ties, the West Coast ties where he is. But, um, yeah. 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 So, uh, OBJ sent home with an illness. Uh Come with that. I – really got scared when i saw that um message but uh it doesn't sound like it they didn't nobody left no the facilities were fine so um i I think more to come for sure uh chris godwin's limited participant with his hamstring but it it sounds like he's gonna play do you think he's gonna play and you starting him if he's playing i'm always starting chris
1: godwin
2: yeah i have him in the league and i'm gonna start him it sounds like both, all of them, both him and God, Godwin and uh, Scotty Miller are all healthy and good. Yeah,
1: I think slowly, all the, I, slowly, the whole NFL is starting to get healthy. You know, you have a couple, you know, big injuries in Chubb and, and Eckler, but I
2: careful. Don't 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 say yeah, anything.
1: I'll, I'll just I'll just stop talking about that. Yeah, we'll stop there. We'll stop yeah. there.
0: Uh, uh, Mike Evans uh, had his ink on, and we were talking about him earlier, uh, but he was spot on the field for media only on Thursday. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision, but um, obviously if he plays, you um, you got to play him as well. Uh, Jarvis Landry in practice from his rib uh, injury. Keenan Allen uh, exited the game of back spasms. They have their bye week. Uh, it sounds like Anthony Lentz said he'll be just fine. Uh, Jarvis, if, if he doesn't play, you know, we have some good streamers, you know, again, that we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, but if he plays, I think you have to you have to start him as well uh it's going to be a tougher matchup for against pittsburgh that's for sure well i'm sorry, I would personally be sitting him um if you have to start him though obviously you have to try as much as you can not to um But, uh, yeah, thankful that Keenan Allen's injury is just fine. Darius Slayton, uh, he's nursing a foot injury. He was limited, uh, but it, again, sounds like he's going to play. Russell Gage has a shoulder injury. Hayden Hurst with a back injury. Uh, They don't play. You really got to play Ridley, and you really got to play Julio. (laughs) But I think uh, we'll see more to come with that. Deontay Johnson keeps leaning like he's probably not going to play. So – if he doesn't play and you got Chase Claypool, you have to start Chase Claypool. He is a borderline wide receiver, one this week. Um, yeah, he spent 40 bucks on Chase Claypool this week. So, $41. $41. $41? <laughs> 40 might not have gotten him. Come on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, AJ Green's limited participant uh, with his hamstring after, he, hamstring after he exited the game. And it looked like on a sideline. There might have been some uh some lip reading on AJ Green where he said to trade me. So Eric? what'd you say? I'm just gonna go to Eric. I don't know if that's yeah, what Eric? he actually said. Uh you know, it's it's kinda it kinda looked like it and he's been very frustrated and I, think I don't know that feed me. I wish something needs to happen. Yeah, because he was getting fed and nothing was happening. Um, and it doesn't look like the Bengals are going to have.
1: What's a good landing spot for him? Let's say, let's say he wants to get traded.
0: I would love if he went to Green Bay. Man, that would be just fantastic because they can't seem to figure out a wide receiver too. And AJ Green and DeMonte Adams, that would be very, very scary. Especially because Lazard's going to be out for a bit. Um, eat up that one-year contract and just have fun with it.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say San Francisco, but oh, that could um, be that could be nice. I think, I think Green Bay is really nice, a perfect fit for him. What the Eagles? Eagles. I mean, they're starting yeah. to get more healthy, but so
0: so well, so we're talking about this. Would you hold on to AJ Green with the chances he might be getting traded? No. Or are you gonna drop him?
1: I already dropped him.
0: Yeah, I know you dropped him last week, and I and I said I still I said last week I'm waiting two weeks. I'm going to be a man of my word. If he does not do all well this
1: week, um, or doesn't play, that doesn't count.
0: We'll
1: Let's see. just say I, I picked him up and then I dropped him again. So I dropped him, <laughs> picked him up,
2: dropped him. In deeper leagues, I'm I'm holding on to him, but
1: oh,
0: absolutely, yeah, In know. deeper leagues, it's... yeah. I mean, if if you're in like a ten team league, you could probably drop him.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah. dropped him for um Oh man, the rookie in Oakland. Uh, Brian Edwards? No. The other kid.
2: Rugs. Rugs, yeah. yeah. Henry Hack. Oh, Rugs, little Henry. I, yeah, yeah, we I were both blank
1: in there. Dropped him for Rugs and Rugs
0: had a great game so Hey, he got he got his touchdown. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, all right, keep moving on. No, Dawson Knox has a calf injury. Uh, he might be leaning towards not playing again. He's been nursing some injuries this uh, yeah, season.
1: He got, he's got hand injuries too. I know. I, I think he should just
0: maybe put some cast on. They might be a little bit better for catching yeah. that ball. But he's 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 struggling with drops again this season. Uh, John Brown uh, sat out uh, the game obviously on Tuesday. Participated in practice on Thursday. Uh, do you think he's playing? I think so.
1: I and think it's a big game against Casey.
0: Yeah. yeah, at five o'clock on Monday. Hello all you West Coasters. Have five?
1: Five, yeah, have five. o'clock. That's uh what, two o'clock Pacific? Two o'clock Pacific. Oh my god. Wow. Can you imagine being at work? They're like, oh, there's a football game on.
2: How's this happen? <laughs> we get a game on a Tuesday and then a five o'clock game. That's
1: uh, yeah. One, that's, one word be, COVID.
0: Yeah, COVID does that. Covida. Uh, DJ Chark did not practice uh, with his ankle injury. I'm – if he doesn't play, you got to play Keelan Cole. Laviska Chenault's a borderline wide receiver too. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, but you got to play them both, I think. If, but he, he didn't practice either on Wednesday with his hamstring. So if he doesn't play and DJ Chark doesn't play, you don't play Keelan Cole. You don't play Gardner Minshew. You do not pass go. You do not collect $200, okay? You
2: play James Robinson.
0: Uh, we will also talk about James Robinson later. Man, we're, we're hitting we're hitting them all, but you definitely play James Robinson. Um, so let's move over here to, uh, to Sammy Watkins. He's down for the play Monday uh, against the Bills as we were just talking about with uh, a hamstring injury. Michael Hardman, what do you do with
1: him? Are you going to play him if uh, Sammy Watkins sits out? This is his chance. To you know, become that second second wide receiver and jump Sammy in uh, the depth chart, but I don't know. I don't know if you can trust him.
2: I, I I he I think he's a good flex option, especially going up against the Bills. You know, I know Trey White you know, Trey I'm, White's going to be playing, but he's going to be on Tyreek. So yeah,
1: you know, I'm giving the Bills a lot of crap for their defense in the last few weeks, but. I think I'm on the side of they'll figure it out eventually. It's the same defensive last year, same players and everything. No,
2: but but it could be a shootout even also. And, and it, it, probably, if Trey is shutting down Tyreek, somebody's got to eat there.
1: It's going to be a shootout, but, I mean, it's not going to be a shootout. I mean, you know, like if Josh want.
0: Norman is covering him, yeah, he's going to get a long touchdown. I mean, we saw A.J. Brown burn him pretty good. Uh, maybe there's a reason why Washington had let him go. But um hopefully Josh Norman gets himself together instead of trying to like you he know looks so bad. He, he's I'm trying so to hike high, <laughs> high kick Derrick Henry. <laughs> so bad. Travis Kelsey's
2: um, gonna have a career game.
0: Yeah, um, I think I think Kelsey will have a good game. I think McCall Hardman, I think there that he will get a long touchdown. Um, you know, if you look at the Bills run game, they didn't look so hot in the first few games, but the last two games against Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry had under 60 yards, Josh Jacobs had under 75 yards. Uh, yeah, Derrick Henry had two touchdowns, but what was it from the one yard line and and yeah. uh, the 10 yard line was kind of in a very late, late part of the game. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if CH is going to do too much. Um, this is leading us into Le'Veon Bell signing with Kansas City. Uh, we know that happened. Some big news that was down between Miami, Buffalo and Kansas City ultimately going with the reigning Super Bowl champions. So are, are you worried at all about CH? Clyde if edwards hilaire If you're in a
1: redraft league, yes, you should be absolutely. If you're in a dynasty league, it's whatever. You know, you it, it might screw you over this this year. Um, you might not get the numbers that you were expecting them to get. But don't trade um, Clyde edwards hilaire in a dynasty. That absolutely don't do that. I know Eric wants me to do it so bad, but um, in a redraft, I I know I said it. I said it to a couple guys. I said it to Eric. <laughs> And you, Antonio, and I think I said it to our buddy Chris, if Cleveland can do it, Kansas City can do it. But, I mean, you guys made a great point. It's a different offense. Um, I don't know. I I don't know what they're going to do. He said – Le'Veon Bell said that he was going somewhere to win a Super Bowl and to get touches. So, I'm assuming he's going to take away some, some snaps away from um, Hilaire. So, we'll see.
2: Yeah, I think they're gonna, you know, he. I think he's there, you know, to help in the pest protection as well as, you know, when you talk about dynasty league, I actually think it's good for it's good Diller for him. in dynasty because he's gonna he's gonna mentor him. Yeah, that, and I think that's part of the reason why they wanted to bring him in as well.
1: Yeah,
2: is to and to show him show him the ropes and. I yeah, think, I think, I think the bills gonna be a good I, thing for him.
1: I think the bills wanted to bring him in just for the same reason.
2: Yeah, because well, they got two young backs. Yeah. Exactly. Even, um, even Singletary, and not only that, but yeah, but Clyde Clyde is still the only running back that's eligible for the fifth year fifth year option. So mm-hmm. you know, you're still getting that extra year on his contract. Even so, I, mean, Singletary. I don't think it, you know Dynasty. Hey, go ahead.
1: Even Singletary said in his media day in media press conference yesterday that you know. L- Having someone like Le'Veon Bell in the room would help him out a lot in learning, in learning because Singletary is still young. Back he's only been in the league for what a year now, a year and a half. Um, and he had Frank Gore last year, and it seemed he's and, and they have a you know they have T.J. Yeldon as a veteran presence there, but they he still felt like Le'Veon Bell can help him and Moss out. So I mean, I guess both both teams were looking looking at Le'Veon Bell for the same thing.
0: Yeah, I'm uh I'm not as worried as uh, as you want CH. Um I, I think that Bell's just going to be that second running back to uh, like you guys were saying, the third down, the the goal line. Uh the three running backs, uh and the fullback, Anthony Sherman, Darwin Thompson, Darrell Williams, they have ninety-three snaps combined. Uh Sherman had thirty three of those, so we'll call him sixty snaps in in five games. so that's obviously not a uh, crazy amount, but um, I think that's what's going or I'm sorry. um, I, They have 140 snaps combined. So they have 110. I'm sorry. I don't I was reading that wrong. Um, they have 110 snaps between Darwin Thompson and Darrell Williams. So, you know, that's over 20 a game. Darrell Williams has 93 alone. So if Bell takes that over and he gets 15 to 18 snaps a game, I think he's going to get himself 8 to 10 touches. So I think that CEH and LeVan Bell can produce together. But CEH already – I mean, he's on pace right now for over 300 touches, over 1,700 yards, but only five touchdowns. So he's already getting a lot of production. He's just not getting the touchdowns. And I think that's going to come, and I think LeVan Bell is going to get uh, some as well. Probably not Probably not start worthy, though, LeBan Bell. At we'll least find pretty- out. We'll yeah, find we'll definitely, out in a couple of weeks. Well, we'll definitely find hey, out.
1: Also, they probably signed him because, I mean, look at all the running backs that are getting hurt.
0: It's and, true. and But like you said, though, I mean, CEH really just wasn't getting it done in the goal line um, at all. And they need to get a bigger back in there with, like, Bell. And uh, he's really good at pass catching, as we know. So maybe I secretly would like to see Le'Veon Bell do well this season. I don't have many CEH here, so I wouldn't be affected. Um, all around, but I mean, that's, that's being very selfish Three. of me, <laughs> but yeah, but it would be really interesting if Bell could go in and start getting four to five catches a game and CH still gets his 15 carries a game and they could both keep doing things. And like you said, kind of like Cleveland, um, different offenses. Yes. But if
1: they can make it work where they're both in there, who knows? Low keto, end. low keto all day today. Before the news came out that he signed in Kansas City, we obviously knew that it was Bills, Kansas City, and Miami. But low-key, I didn't want him to go to Miami. I have a little bit of Gaskin shares in redraft leagues, and, and he's been playing really well at a flex spot. And all day long, I was like, please don't go to Miami. Please don't go to Miami. Because at that point, I'm assuming <laughs> that he's their starter right off the bat. And I don't have any Le'Veon Bell shares so. besides McGee. Like, Absolutely. Geed. No, yeah, no. but i got guillotined already
0: <laughs> yeah no if he went there that that he was definitely for the starter and that's probably why he didn't uh but uh yeah yeah that's uh more to come with levy on bell all right that's uh that's wrapping that all for the injury uh injuries and news and notes and all the other good stuff that we've had so far now what we have left is we have uh some buy sell we're gonna go over and then we have our uh, streamers and then our stress and impress so we're gonna run through this for you guys we'll start with some uh, buy sell so let me know if you're gonna buy or sell what I'm gonna ask <laughs> Robbie Anderson is currently wide receiver seven this is all going this is all PPR by the way uh, currently a wide receiver 7 12 team as well do you buy that he finishes as a wide receiver one uh, as a top so as a top 12.
1: Keenan, I want to say yes, but I'm gonna lead towards no, just because McCaffrey's gonna come back eventually, and is he gonna? Is Bridgewater? Is is Robbie Anderson? First of all, is Robbie Anderson Bridgewater's favorite target right now? Because we have there's a couple pictures I sent to you guys this past week where um, who's their number one wide receiver? DJ Moore. Yeah, running down the sidelines, wide open, and and Bridgewater's not looking at him at all. I feel like they're going to get him more involved in. They're going to get DJ more involved in in the pass game a little bit more. And once McCaffrey comes back, I feel like it's going to hurt Robbie Anderson a little bit more. Instead of being one, instead of being one B option, I guess he's going to become the third option there in that in that offense. So I'm selling. Okay. If it, if it makes you feel better, I am currently trying to trade him in the league.
0: Well, let me tell you this. He has four games with at least eight targets. Yeah. And in those games, he has at least six catches at 99 yards. He's got three 100-yard games, but he does only have the one touchdown. So that's, that's where it's tough for me. You know I love DJ Moore. You all know I love DJ Moore. I'm getting very frustrated with DJ Moore and the way that Teddy Bridgewater is treating him. But he's looking at Robbie Anderson way too much. Way too much. Eric, do you buy or sell?
2: Uh, I'm going to sell it, but I definitely think he has a good chance of finishing as a uh, high-end wide receiver, too, to be honest. Uh, maybe middle-of-the-pack wide receiver, too, but you know, I, I still think he's going to have a really good year, but it's, it's going to come down. It's going to shift over to DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey when he gets back, and at, le- at least I think so. I don't know. He, I mean, he seems to be – Bridgewater's favorite target. So it's kind of tough to say, but it's just hard to imagine that he actually keeps that up.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to sell for all those same reasons. Um, I think he'll be uh, definitely top 20 though. Definitely top 20. Uh, Stefan Diggs is on pace for 162 targets. That would definitely be a career high. He currently has 51 second in the league and he only had 94 last season. Do you think he's going to continue to be a top five the rest of the season? He is currently fifth.
2: I in it. I agree. I
1: if you just watch this past week, Al Allen, in the first half especially, he looked for Diggs on almost every uh, passing play. He, him, and Diggs, you know, they got this great connection right now, and I don't think I ever seen a quarterback and a uh, wide receiver develop the chemistry that these two guys have right now. So I'm definitely going to buy it. Yeah. I
2: he's, they're so good. I just, I, I love it, it. I'm so happy that the bills traded for him. I mean, he's, he, he's great. I, stuff, and he, he showed it at, at the Vikings too. It's just, their offense didn't allow it, you know, with him stuff, and, and Thielen there.
1: The stuff I see on Twitter with like what the media is reporting they seem like they're like they've been best friends for ten years.
2: Yeah, yeah, they that have connection was connection.
1: instant. Instant connection. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Like, like you know, they Josh Allen interrupted Stefan Diggs. I'm, I don't want to go too far into this um, in a uh, during a press conference yesterday, and Al, or Diggs called Allen a goofball and a lot, and they were like joking around about about the weight, about Allen's weight or whatever, and. <laughs> and Stefan Diggs called him a liar or something like that. But it was it was pretty funny to watch how, you know, these two guys have developed this awesome friendship too. So mm-hmm. I'm buying it just because of their great chemistry so far.
0: Yeah, they're having fun. They're having fun. And uh, I buy it too. You can't – if you get 160 targets, I don't care who you are, uh, you should be finishing
1: as a top five uh, wide receiver. Before we move on, I just want to, you know, give the Vikings fans a shout out. You know, it seems like you know Stephon Diggs is hating it here in Buffalo, guys.
0: <laughs> Definitely is. Yeah. Um, Josh, how about uh, the next next one? Fire or sell? Josh Jacobs will finish as a top five running back rest of season. Curly Ara uh, is RB six, uh, but he's on pace for forty eight catches and sixty four targets. He had only twenty catches and twenty seven targets last season. Uh, but what the kind of an alarming stat is that he's got five touchdowns on the season, but it was only in two out of five games and he doesn't have a hundred yards rushing yet. So do you buy or sell a uh, top five RB performance for Josh Jacobs?
2: I'm selling. I don't, I don't think he gets there. Like what you say, he's not, he's six right now. You said
0: he's currently RB six.
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he had three pretty rough games. So, I don't. I don't know. I. I can't. I don't buy it. I still you know, think he'll be an RB one on the season, but yeah, I'm selling.
1: You know, I have to buy it, right? I can't. I need to fill these five. Uh, five spots above McCaffrey. He's one of them. You know, I love. <laughs> right.
0: I love the targets that he's getting, though. He, he's. He's being worked in the offense. He's had at least three catches in four out of five games, and he's always getting the touches. It's just like Joe Mixon the touchdowns are going to come. If we believe in Joe Mixon, at least I do, then you have to believe in Josh Jacobs. That line before the season, I believe, was PFF's number one rated line, offensive line. So obviously they aren't uh, doing so great, but uh, they've also played some tough run defenses. You know, Carolina, New Orleans, New England, Buffalo, and then they just played Kansas City. So I think there's a lot more to come with Josh Jacobs, especially after the bye. They're going to get themselves uh, together than they have. Uh, kind of a a lot better schedule where it frees up. Tampa Bay, Cleveland, uh, the Chargers, and then uh, Denver and Kansas City again. So uh, I'm buying it, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, Alexander Madison. This one's more of just uh, today, buy or sell, or not today, this week, that he's going to have at least uh, 100 yards and two touchdowns against Atlanta this week.
1: If Cook doesn't play, yeah, he is. He had that in I one don't half. think
0: Cook's – yeah, if Cook doesn't play, but I don't think Cook's playing. Yeah, I don't
1: think he's playing either, but he had that in one half last week, or
0: this past week. So, I'm buying. Against one of the worst rush defenses, Eric, you buying it?
2: Felling selling it.
0: I he think it's it. going to
2: be <laughs> – I think uh, after all the comments coming out, you know, Matt Ryan, you know, them saying he might not be the future there. I think it's going to put some fire under his belt. I think that he's going to be slinging the ball, and, you know, Julio's going to be healthy. I think it might be a shootout. And I just I, – I don't think he's going to he, – I mean, he I think he'll probably do one or the other. I just don't know if he's going to get both, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, he'll probably be, be con- in the passing game too if he's
2: – That's what I'm saying. do like forget. I, I could see two touchdowns, you know, maybe a rushing and a passing touchdown and just not get 100 rush yards.
0: I, well, I, I said 100 total yards, sorry. Oh, it was a total? Yeah, 100 total maybe. yards and two touchdowns. We are switching it to buying
1: now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sounds like he is too. I guess um, I can buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm actually. I'm buying it. So I know there's not much parity there. Um, all right, two more. Tyreek Hill is only one game with more than six targets. In that other game, he you know, he, it's eight uh, targets, but he scored in all of game but one. So he's currently on pace for just 1164 yards, but 13 touchdowns. So the buyer sell is. Is Tyreek Hill going to get at least 1,400 yards and 10
1: touchdowns? No, I don't think he is. If he's not getting those targets, he can't get there. In one of the most, time, in one of the best offenses in the league, he's not getting targets. He's not going to get to 1,400 yards.
0: He's he's catching a lot of his balls. That's that's really what it is. Um, his catch rate's the highest right now of his career. But yeah, it's it's. He hasn't had he hasn't topped that hundred yards yet, but getting the targets over
1: there. Why what is going on? Why is he why am I just noticing this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, he had one game. I'm sorry, not eight targets. It was one game of eleven targets. Um, but yeah, all other all the other four games he had just six targets. But he caught five in uh two out of them, then he caught four, then he caught three, but he's getting touchdowns. So uh yeah, Travis Kelsey's getting a lot. Hardman gets some to Marcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, CEH. Um yeah, there's a lot of miles there, so I don't know. You buy it? You're you're gonna buy it? You're not? You're selling it? You said. How about you, Eric? I'm selling it?
2: I'm selling. I think he gets double-digit touchdowns, but not 1,400 yards.
1: That is it? Is it just me or does that offense seem like it's struggling a little bit? They didn't get it going against Baltimore till the second half. They struggled against the Chargers. I know they have a good defense. Um, they. I mean, they put up 30 points this past week, but that was because Oakland put up 40 points and they had to try to, you know, play some their, play a bit of catch up.
2: Their offensive line has been pretty rough.
1: Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's not the same Kansas City team as last year. I think they're going to be just fine. Um, I think they're be really fine. I'm just saying, I, I don't think they're as explosive as they were last year at, right now.
0: Um, you know, that's true, but I don't know. Maybe if they've needed to be as aggressive. Yeah. They, they aren't being as aggressive. Maybe I I would say, I I would say they're being as explosive, just not as aggressive. Um, but Mahomes doesn't have a a pick yet. He's on pace for a lot less yards. Yeah. But, um, Oh no, they've actually played four games. I'm forgetting. So he's still on pace for over 40 touchdowns. Um, or is a five? Why am I blanking? He played five. Oh yeah, they did play the fifth because I forgot they rescheduled. Um, yeah, he's he's not doesn't have a lot of yards yet, but um, they're winning games, and maybe that's what they're they're trying to do right now. And we'll see if Le'Veon Bell is is a change of pace for that as well. Uh, so let's move on to our last one. Okay, so we're gonna see uh, if we can buy or sell. Uh, So buy or sell that five rookie wide receivers are going to finish in the top 36. So that's a wide receiver three or better. Now, before you sit there, because I'm sure your automatic answer is no, there's currently four of them that are in the top 36 right now. CeeDee Lamb is, uh, you know what, I'm going to stop right there. Eric, why don't you tell me the top four rookie wide receivers right now?
2: Um, let's see, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool. I don't you know. know. i on the other one. Which you know? Oh, your boy, LaVisca. Yeah. Don't forget
0: my boy. Come on. Yeah, C.D. Lamb currently is a wide receiver one. He is uh, wide receiver 11. Uh, Claypool is 21 with that big performance. Uh, Jefferson is 26th chanel is 27th and uh t higgins is 39th so he's creeping in especially getting more targets especially with a.j green woes uh so i think that uh i think that uh i'm gonna buy that for sure how about you keenan i'll buy three
1: no i'll buy it just to please you
2: i'll buy it as well
1: because i know you love your rookie uh wide receivers Oh, thank you. I actually have all five
0: of these guys on one bench. Actually, four out of these five on one bench in one, one of my league. redraft leagues. Uh, my league.
1: Really? You have? Oh, that explains why you're one at four.
0: Yeah, I have Jerry Judy as well. How dare you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, nothing against these guys, it's been taking them a little bit to get going.
0: Yeah, they're on my, for my second half run. I haven't had him sitting on my bench all off season, but I've played Chennault as well because he's been very consistent. He's had at least 13 points in three out of five games, um, especially with D.J. Chark not playing. I think he's a must start. Um, but, and now T. Higgins is coming around. We know what Claypool just did, and Justin Jefferson showed some moments. So um, uh, there's a lot of promise for these guys. And then we're watching what the second-year wide receivers are doing this year.
1: He's selling these guys now.
0: Yeah, if you can do it, I mean, like I said, they're on my bench. So I have been trying to package two of them for an upgrade. To be honest, uh, I haven't had any bites just yet, uh, or maybe not talk to the right person. But uh, in dynasty
2: or redrafts? Redraft.
0: This league like Buffalo league. In a couple of leagues, I've got I got at least I I think I have at least two rookie wide receivers in every redraft league on my bench right now. I know I have Chenault in all seven of my redrafts.
2: Well, I know uh, you're in a league with me. You didn't offer me anything.
0: Yeah, we'll work on it.
2: <laughs>
0: Do you buy or sell this, Eric?
2: Uh what am I buying or selling? <laughs>
0: the that, that five rookies are oh, gonna I finish. it. I said I was buying it. Oh, okay. Sorry.
2: Yes, I may not
0: And Keenan, did you buy it?
2: Yeah, I bought it.
0: Man, maybe I maybe these weren't good enough.
1: I thought we'd have some uh thought we'd have some parody there. We we all we all love the, the rookie class though this year. You can't you can't just expect us to sell. It.
0: I know, but let's all right. So let's flip this real quick because we gotta let's throw some parody on this. T. Higgins, you know, he might get the targets, but Joe Burrow might uh, keep struggling in and out of games, and Tyler Boyd uh, is probably going to emerge as the wide receiver one, right?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, you're right. I'll, I'm I'm selling. I'm selling this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric said enough.
0: He said enough. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just trying to play the other side for some people. I mean, I know we're gonna we we all we would talk about all the positives for these wide receivers, but truly there are negatives. We just saw Justin Jefferson; he did just flunk it last week with Adam Thielen doing well,
1: and he finally had his one good game so far. Claypool has had uh, some sparks. The thing is, with all all five of these, besides Lamb, I think you're gonna see them have horrible games, and you're gonna see them have great games. So. That I think that's that's what you're gonna see out of these guys. Where Chanel, he hasn't gotten a touchdown yet, but he's still averaging thirteen points a game, I think you said, right? Yeah,
0: he's at least thirteen yeah. in, in three of them. And but yeah, he's
1: where Lamb, you know, in that Dallas offense, we've we've talked about it how one day one one week it's gonna be Lamb, the next week's gonna be um Gallup, the following week it's gonna be Amari Cooper um, with Claypool. I think they're still trying to figure out trying to figure out who the second guy is there between Washington between uh, Johnson and now Claypool in the mix. Jefferson, that offense just struggles. I'm going to talk myself into selling this now. Um, With Jefferson, that offense struggles, but also Thielen, you know, is still eating there. Chenault, I think he's the only guy that's, you know, consistent. And then T. Higgins is finally starting to emerge there with, you know, Green being – I don't know what the hell he's doing. So I'm going to sell it as well. Thank you, Eric. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> there we go. See, this is this is good. I love it. I love the communication. What camaraderie. I'm still buying it, though. And I actually am going to buy it even more that I think Laviska Chenault is going to finish as a top 15 wide receiver this year. Uh, I mean, I'd
1: buy that. I think he's yeah. their number one. I think
0: uh, – Oh, DJ Truck's
1: very talented. He's, he yes. is. I, I think I – think, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but I think right. in the next – year you'll see Chanel being their number one there. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: That's enough for our buy sell segment. Two more to go, fellas, two more to go.
1: Well, hopefully our uh, listeners aren't falling asleep. It's a long episode. Yeah. We
0: got a little extra for you this week. Um, Had a little bit of a, of a power issue. Uh, as some of you may have saw, so uh, apologies for that, but had to catch up on some things. So next uh, next segment here is uh, stream for me, the little stream boat that could. So we're going to talk about uh, some streamers this week uh, to get you through some of your COVID uh, and bye week uh, mishaps here. So, uh, Keenan, why don't you start us off with your uh, quarterback? We're going to each give uh,
1: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Um. For this week, I got Andy Dolan. Um, I, I streamed him in a couple couple leagues this, this week. Um, he's the best, one of the best backup quarterbacks out there. He's entering the top five offense um, in Dallas. I mean, Arizona's a pretty good defense. They improved this year. But Dallas just can't help themselves to, you know, fall behind. So uh, he's going to be throwing the ball a lot in the second half, I think. So I think Andy Dolan's going to be a perfect stream for for a quarterback this week.
0: I like that. I know we just talked about him. Uh, yeah, good choice, good choice. Uh, I got Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, he's gonna got a revenge game. Um, I know it seems like every team he faces is a revenge game, but he's uh, the quarterback three right now, um, and he's on the and he was just on the road in San Francisco, lit them up forty three to seventeen. Um, sorry, it was quarterback three. Uh, it's a, like I said, a revenge game for him. So he's quarterback seven on the year um and i think he certainly can e- eclipse 300 yards and multiple touchdowns again um and i don't think that they're going to take the gas off the pedal uh when they're playing uh this week so i think that the i think that it's going to be a um a really good game for them and i think i forgot to mention they're playing um the jets yeah the jets jeez blanking on me there yeah they're uh, they're playing the jets um who are one of the worst defenses in the league against the pass so See, uh, Fitzmagic to have a lot of fun. I think he's gonna be a top five quarterback this week.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the man who just beat the Buffalo Bills, Ryan Tannehill himself. Uh, you know he's been having a good year so far, and I think they're just gonna keep it going against Houston. Uh, you know Houston's in the bottom half of the league against wide receivers right now, so you know I think he's gonna put up a couple touchdowns and have a good game.
1: There we go. Three good streams there at the quarterback position. Do you, know, do you know, the last um, 12 games, he's had better stats than Patrick Mahomes. He's got more yards, same amount of touchdowns, same same record, better completion percentage. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
2: I yeah.
0: think maybe I need to start giving him some more respect. Um, yeah. Maybe everybody as a whole should be giving him some more respect. I mean, I still see him on some waiver wires, um, it's just tough, though, because at any given game, he, he might throw just 20 times. Yeah, like I think 20, 20, 25 times. I think what
1: we saw there towards the end of the year last year in the playoff game, the couple playoff games where we saw them just run the ball and barely pass, I think that scared some people away. But I think we need to give him a little bit more respect than, uh, than he's getting. And I am not a Tannehill truther at all. I think he's – I don't. I mean, he's in a good system right now, but I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback.
0: Oh, yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. For streamers, uh, why don't uh, we get the running back position started with uh, you, Keenan?
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be uh, on a waiver wire still or not, but if he is, pick up Damian Harris. I'm starting him in a couple um, leagues this week. I know the Patriots' backfield is very frustrating. They they seem like they have thirty backs over there, um, but after watching that KC game, I think they played KC last, I believe, before the whole COVID things hit. I think he's their unofficial starter. He had seventeen carries for a hundred yards. I can't remember the last time I saw a New England back get seventeen carries. So I'm going with Damien Harris this week, and he's playing Denver, so.
2: Yeah, I like that one. Um and I'm I'm gonna go it's kind of a deep streamer here for mainly PPR leagues, uh pretty much only PPR leagues, uh, but it's JD McKissick. I love this. You
1: know, I, yeah, w- sorry to call you, I love this
2: one. <laughs> Thanks. Um but yeah, once once Alex Smith got in there, you know, he he loved this guy. McKissick got eight targets last last week and led the team in receiving. I just you know, he he's gonna have a role there, especially I mean, it's going to be tough with Kyle Allen back now, but I still think they're going to find a way to use him. Um, and if, if you're desperate for a running back and you're in a PPR league, I think he's going to be a good, good option to, to use.
1: I'm trying to find his um, points, fantasy points that he's scored. I'm pretty sure he's been in double digits a couple games already this year. But I could be wrong.
0: Oh, McKissick, uh, no, yeah, you're not wrong. He's he's done well. Um, he's done well. But, uh, yeah, when I saw you put him in there, it was funny because I've actually got his counterpart, Antonio Gibson, as my streamer of the week. Um, Antonio Gibson's had at least 10 points in four straight weeks now. He had uh, twenty-two, over 22 points uh, two weeks ago against Baltimore. He's getting the carries. He's getting the touches, just like you are saying with McKissick. But I do think that this is going to be his breakout game. They brought him McKissick uh, to come make, get the catches, to come get things moving because they didn't really have anybody after getting rid of uh, Peterson. But I think this is the breakout game for him. And um, I think he's going to do well, and he's uh, definitely going to get a touchdown on or two. So we get to see how that plays out.
1: Washington football uh, team making a presence on the Mafia.
0: There we go. Here. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> All right, uh, Eric, wide receiver streamers.
2: It's our man Cole Beasley for the Bills. You know they're going up against KC. Could be a potential shootout, and I think uh, Josh Allen's going to have to rely on him, especially with potentially John Brown sitting out, or even if he plays, he's still going to be playing hurt potentially. So, yeah, I think I think he's going to have to be relying on him a little bit.
1: I like that a, a lot. I think with co- the coaching staff in the second half, told him you know, look for Beasley a little bit more, and he did. But for me, I uh, I'm sticking with the Bills' wide receiver core, and usually a fourth wide receiver isn't even on my list um, to make a fancy lineup. But Gabriel Davis he's been pretty impressive. Um, it seems like Allen and him. We talked about Diggs and Allen ha- having some chem- chemistry, but it seems like Gabriel Davis and Allen have developed a chemistry as well, and and the Bills trust them, and Allen trusts them. Um, So I'm going with Gabriel Davis. If you are in a desperate situation at wide receiver. All right. So back-to-back bills there. Why don't you just say another bill, you got a Duke John Duke Williams there coming up.
0: (laughs) Former bill. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I got another Williams, Preston Williams. Uh, He plays against the New York jets. I talked about Fitz magic as my quarterback stream. I am doing the stack. I love the stack for DFS. Uh, so Preston Williams come off his best game of the season with four catches for 106 yards and a touchdown. We know it's been just about a year since his, uh, ACL injury. So he's really been getting, uh, more healthy as the weeks go on, which I know most players seem to go the opposite way, but uh, again, he gets to face one of the worst defenses. They're 25th, uh, against the pass. They give up over 265 a game. Uh, they just gave up 380 to Kyler Murray last week. Uh, I, I think Fitzmagic just going to be doing his wizard things. Pierre Desir is probably going to be covering uh, Preston Williams, and he gives up the second most completed air yards over expecta- expectations allowed, which means cornerbacks um, that haven't expected uh, yards to give up per game, he has the second most for air yards. So uh, you want to who number one is? The other Jets cornerback, Lamar Jackson. So yeah. another reason FitzMagic's is going to have a field day. Keenan. Yes, sir. Send us home tight ends here.
1: Yeah, I'll just – you know, this one was tough for me. I, I just picked Eric Ebron. I, I think Eric e, Ebron is starting to heat up a little bit. Um, he's posted a couple back-to-back games here with five receptions. Um, the Browns, they're probably going to have a game plan to surround – uh, around the Steelers' rookie wide receiver, excuse me, uh, Claypool, who just erupted for um, four touchdowns last week. So this could open up some things for Ebron this week. Um, so – and the Browns struggle covering tight ends this season, so I'm going
2: to go with Ebron. Nice, nice. Um, you. I went with my surprise or my uh, uh, was my bonus sleeper uh, impressed last week, which was Cameron Bright.
1: Got um, a touchdown last week, didn't he?
2: No, but he he still led the uh, tight ends there. Or I forgot what what Gronk had, but he still he's he had like four catches for like 40 or 50 yards, I believe it was. But he, he got targets. Um, but not only that, but, you know, O.J. Howard went down. You know, Tom Brady was begging to get this guy on the field. You know, he's been there for a while, and he's always, you know, produced when he's been given the opportunity. And, you know, I think Tom Brady's going to be looking for him, especially with Mike Evans and Godwin both being out there. I think that could open things up for him in the middle. So you know, I think I think you're, you can uh, rely on him if you, if you need a tight end streamer.
0: Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got Austin Hooper. Uh, he's got uh, 17 targets in his last two games, especially like we were talking about Jarvis Landry potentially not playing. Uh, I know that he's playing against Pittsburgh, who usually does well uh, against tight ends. They bottled up Zach Ertz last week, but um, he's sort of the main focal point, and uh, I think they're going to focus a lot on the wide receivers a bit. Um, so I don't know uh, – I don't know necessarily about the was, but they're going to focus on OBJ. But um, I think that Austin Hooper definitely has a good shot at getting a touchdown. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Austin Hooper is going to be a great play for you this week. Um, he's going to fill it out in the end zone. He's going to be out there a lot to
1: block. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Yeah. So uh, one thing uh, that ends up here for our streams, uh, I know we talked real quick about the Rams earlier being 4-1. and one. Uh, or mentioning, if they're for real, you know, they've played the AFC East as well as the Buffalo Bills. Are you worried at all about the Rams? I know we've been hyping them up a lot, but I just want to talk for a quick second. NFC East. NFC East. Yeah, they played the Bills uh, in week three, but they've already played through the NFC East, the the Cowboys, the Redskins, the Eagles, and the Giants. So uh, do you think they should be doing better statistically-wise, or do you think they're going to be just fine as the rest of the season goes on?
1: I'll let Eric take this one.
0: He yeah, I don't. Loves I don't Kyle know.
2: I, it's it's definitely worrisome that their only four their their four wins were against the NFC East, like you said. But I don't know. I think they're definitely going to struggle a little bit. Um, they're going to be more of a maybe eight to nine win team unless they figure something out. But all yeah. I know is they need to get my man Tyler Higby involved.
1: or you're going to get more trolls hitting you up on twitter (laughs)
2: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah he he definitely
0: needs to get uh, he definitely needs to get that going but playing at san francisco might be a good thing to see the Rams uh really come out and shine um so i just want to talk about that real quick but uh let's move to our uh our stress and impressed for the final uh, final segment
1: uh keenan how about you get us going with your impresses uh, for for my first one, I got Jamison Crowder. Uh, he's playing the Dolphins this week. Um, we've seen some pretty impressive receiving performances this season. Um, but is there anyone playing better than Jamison Crowder right now? And before you answer that, Anthony, um, just remember his head coach is Adam Gase, and he's got Joe Flacco throwing the ball. And Crowder has at least ten targets and seven receptions and a hundred yards in all three games he's played this season. He's only played three games. I know I know people you know hit the top of the um, charts on Yahoo And and click the points And he's all the way down to 23 uh, But he's only played three games This this week uh, Or this year so far So he's definitely averaging more than a lot of the wide receivers Out there um, And he's got a great matchup against the Dolphins And like I said, he's doing this against You know, he's doing this with Gase as his head coach And it's time to give this man some respect uh, My second one is Miles Gaskin Thank God Le'Veon Bell did not sign with with the Dolphins because I have a lot of shares in him. He's playing the Jets. Um, You know, he had 16 rushes against the 49ers, which is a nice surprise, but he also had 57 yards. Well, he had 57 yards and a touchdown on the ground, but he also had five targets that he turned into five receptions for 34 yards, which is awesome to see him getting those receptions, especially for PPR. I love the opponent this week, the Jets. And as long as the Dolphins keep trusting him, I'm going to keep trusting him to put him in my lineup. Um, so he's my running back two, actually, in our big league. So I'm hoping hoping he keeps getting me those 10 to 16 points, fingers crossed. <laughs> my last one is uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's playing the Ravens. Tough matchup. Um, but I think the training wheels finally were taken off Miles Sanders last week by the Eagles. Um, he, they played the Steelers last week. Tough, Tough defense, but you know, Sanders had a, a season-high 23 fantasy points. Um, like I said, the Ravens are a tough run defense, as you would figure. But I think he keeps it going this week. And, you know, Philadelphia is still beat up at wide receiver. And um, they, and I think they're going to rely on Miles Sanders to, you know, try to get them – bring home a W again this week. Um, and also the Ravens have allowed at least one touchdown – running touchdown so far this season, so – and allowed the six most receptions to running backs this year, as well. So start Miles Sanders, yeah. guys. Yeah, you know
0: I love Miles Sanders,
1: baby. A little, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry. Before we move on, I'm becoming a Miles Sanders truther. I, you know, I, I love, I love what I see. I, I just wish they would use him more like a, the Saints use Alvin Kamara. I think he can definitely do what Kam- Kamara does. So,
0: well, he can. I mean, on the stat sheet last week, I know it looks like. Uh, I know it looks like he had a great game and of course he did have a great game. 11 carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns, but one of those carries was a 74 yard touchdown run. So, I mean, yeah, he's great. He's very electric, um, but he just struggled a little bit last week, Um, but it was Pittsburgh. So, I mean, that's fantastic that he was even able to do that. Um, All right. So I'll move on to my, my uh, impresses. Uh, My uh, first one is AJ Brown against Houston. Uh, The connection with him and Tannehill never died. Uh, what is Deb may never die, but now that uh, now that he came back and he's healthy and he took advantage of no Trey White, uh, I think that he's going to do that again uh, against Houston, and I think he's going to be actually a borderline wide receiver one moving forward. Uh, seven catches for 82 yards and a touchdown against the Bills. I think he's going to have uh, over 100 yards and a touchdown again uh, against Houston. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, my number two. We talked a lot about him. Uh, He's coming off a career-high 52 snaps last week. Uh, His emergence has just been happening on a weekly basis. They are using him more and more every single week. Uh, He is on the path uh, this year for over 100 touches, over 1,000 total yards. And uh, he just only has the one touchdown so far, so that's the only thing hurting him. But with DJ Chart going in and out, uh, and he had uh, career-high eight targets and seven catches last week, it's just the breakout's coming. Uh, he's actually ninth in the league in yards after catch. So, I mean, that's that's pretty fantastic. Top 10 and yards after catch. Uh, like I said, guys, you got to get a hold of this guy. You need to. Uh, interesting thing. Detroit has allowed in three of the last four games, they've allowed multiple wide receivers to either have a touchdown and 74 yards.
1: Wow. So, so, they're going to be getting some stats. They're going to be getting some stats there. But the Detroit's got a good, te- good defense, huh? <laughs> they're struggling. When are they going to fire Patricia? Mm. Yeah. Tomorrow? I yeah, got to get
0: there. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's next on the block, I think. I think he really is. Unfortunately, Adam Gates is going to be in the, with the Jets for a bit. Uh, all right, my third one, James Conner against Cleveland. Uh, I think it's a very favorable, favorable game strip for him. Uh, division games are always fun, especially with uh, with these two gritty teams uh, with like Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Um, I think Pittsburgh's going to get up early. I know Cleveland's 4-1, and one, but are they really 4-1? No. We'll see. We'll see. This is going to be a big test for them. Um, I know that they put up 30-plus points in uh, four out of five games, and they just did it against a good defense in Indy, but Pittsburgh's a different defense, and Pittsburgh's a way better offense than Indianapolis. So I think James Conner is going to feast in that game. They're 4-1 and because they're a rushing um,
1: team. They're rushing uh,
0: stats. Yeah, Philip Rivers hasn't really won that much games just yet. Eric, your turn.
2: Yeah, my first one, uh, I'm going with James Robinson, you know, versus the Lions. We were just talking about how bad they are. They're 31st against running backs right now. Um, and, you know, I think he's going to be looking for a bounce back game. And, yeah, I just – they're probably going to be missing DJ Shark, so their pass game's not going to be as efficient. They're probably going to need to rely on him a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, and then my second one is Juju Smith-Schuster against the Browns. Uh, they're currently 30th against wide receivers. Um, Deontay Johnson is going to be out again, and I think with the emergence of Claypool last game, you know, he, he's going to draw some some type of coverage you know, they're going to have to figure out a way to keep him contained and make sure he doesn't get another four touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to help him out on, on the other end. Um, and then my third one is Evan Ingram. I know he had a bad game last week, but so far in three out of five games, he's had seven-plus targets. Washington's 29th against tight ends right now, and, they're you know, they're they're just letting it up against them. So not only that is I think they're going to be – they're going to focus on, you know, keeping Slayton and Tate um, locked down and And I think they're going to they're gonna need to be looking for Ingram to have a good game here. Okay.
0: All right. Three good ones there. So that under end our impresses. Uh, so let's run over there to our stresses. Uh, I'll get us going with that. So I'm going to start with Kareem Hunt. And um, I'm not swearing, I promise. And I'm not insulting Kareem Hunt. I love him. But that groin injury was a little scary to me. I know they say he's fine. Uh, Better be fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but Pittsburgh is the second-best run defense in the league. Uh, they allow only 64 yards per game. Maybe he has – I mean, Indianapolis is a good run defense, too, and he had 20 carries for 72 yards, three catches for 21 yards, and a touchdown. So that might be a very similar game. If he gets the touchdown, he's probably going to save your week. But I would assume everyone that has him is expecting a top five, top ten week now that Chubb's really officially gone. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to be happening. He'll, he'll be an RB two, um, But I don't, I don't know if he doesn't get that touchdown that he's going to be really getting more, more than 10 to 12 points. Uh, Terry McLaurin, it pains me to say, is my second stress of the week. Uh, James Bradbury is PFS number two cover corner, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Washington's pass game is not looking good. Uh, I just uh, they're going to be chasing against the Giants probably, but um, I, I think it might be going a bit to Gibson to McKissick and maybe Logan Thomas will be seeing some. But uh, I'm hoping McLaurin can do well, but I don't see it happen this week. My third one: Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson at Carolina. Uh, Carolina is second in the league against uh, passing yards allowed at home. With only 186 a game, and uh, right now they're currently fourth total. So uh, your number uh, ten wide receiver currently, Allen Robinson. I'm gonna be uh, gonna be. You can't sit him. You can't sit him because um, you know the fact that I just said he's your tenth wide receiver. But uh, listen, listen to what they've done so far, Carolina, to the quarterbacks that they face so far, uh, and the yard total. Derek Carr, 239. Tom Brady, 217. Herbert, 330, but that was the game that Tyra got stabbed and, you know, kind of different game plan. Yeah. Kyler Murray had <laughs> Kyler <laughs> Murray got 133 yards, and Matt Ryan had 226. That is crazy. Uh, we know that uh, the Chicago Bears defense is very good. Um, we know that the Chicago Bears quarterbacks are not very good. So I think David Montgomery is going to get a lot of work, and I think Carolina is going to handle handle this game.
1: Wow, yeah, that's eye opening for sure.
0: Yeah, Carolina is underrated, man. I, I they are they've got three wins in a row. Uh, they they held Atlanta to sixteen points on the road last week. I know they didn't have Julio, but Atlanta's still a high powered offense. Will they win that division? I, I don't know. They might. They they might. They're. They're, they're all doing well right now, and CMC isn't even there. Yeah. They don't even have their best player. Yeah.
1: I mean, the Saints are struggling, Tampa's struggling, and it looks like uh, Bridgewater and uh, Carolina's found their uh, groove there a little bit. Yeah. They just got to get DJ Moore involved a little bit more. Nah, amen. So I guess I'll go uh, with my three stresses here. Um, I know Antonio's going to hate this one. So I got Joe Mixon versus the Colts this week. Um, we all thought—don't shake your head. We all—we all thought in Week Four it was Joe Mixon's coming out party, and man, we were—were were we wrong, right? Antonio, another horrible fantasy week for him last week. I mean, not horrible, but I mean, not nothing to, you know. We knew it was coming. You need a You need a. You need more out of your RB one. Uh, Mixon in Week Four had 47 fantasy points. The, the other games this season, he's. He has played. He has scored forty-two point six points all together. Um, I think his struggles continue this week against the Colts, who have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to running backs. So, I mean, you still got to start him. You can't, but but don't don't expect you know something crazy out of him this week. Um, my second one's going to be Mark Ingram versus the Eagles. The Ravens love to run the football, guys, but. It's crazy. You can't trust any of those running backs. Currently, he Ingram is uh, running back fifty-two. He's had less than ten touch touches per game on average, and actually, no uh, other Ravens running back has had more than eleven rushing attempts in a single game um, or rushed more for more than seventy-three yards. And here's the thing that you need to know: Ingram has played thirty-one percent of the snaps compared to thirty-nine for Gus Edwards and twenty-nine percent for Jake Dobbins. Um, I'm thinking that number is going to go lower. I think um, Dobbins is going to get eventually. He's going to get more more reps. I know he's only had one one he had one snap this past week. Dobbins did, and it, it's really frustrating. And it was for thirty seven yards. But I think Dobbins is going to start getting more more work there in Baltimore. And my last one, just like you, Antonio, you, you're it hurt when you had when you put um, scary Terry on on your stress list. But I got my boy Debo Samuel, you know. Last year I had this guy as my wide receiver three in Dynasty for, for my personal team. He was going to be my third wide receiver on my team, and I thought I, I was in great shape. But 49ers have managed only 173 yards against a Miami Dolphins team last week, and the Rams this week have allowed the fewest fancy points per game to receivers this year. Um, so look for Debo to, to continue his struggles. And I, he had eight targets last week for only two receptions. So, I don't know. It's kind of frustrating for me.
0: It is very frustrating. And yeah. it's good that he had eight targets, though, in the first game. Yeah, that's game a back. good
1: sign. But, I mean, that 173 second pass game. yards.
0: What's that? Second game, sorry. Yeah. I said first game back. I at
1: second. Yeah. But them not being able to pass on the Miami Dolphins. Is... Yeah, that's true. I don't
0: know. Well well you gotta remember that uh they've got they got some good
1: corners there. Yeah, they, they're they improved, uh, but I would still expect, you know.
0: They spent a lot of money there on two on Byron Jones and
1: I, I can't believe Jimmy G got batched. It was it was
0: it looked like it was uh he was injured. It it, it yeah. sounded like he came back and said he was injured, so uh they didn't want to re aggravate anything because they weren't yeah, getting their okay. butt kicked. Yeah, definitely not Mullen's time, don't worry. <laughs> Eric, what do you got for
2: us? Yeah, uh my first one is the just the Rams backfield in general. Whichever one you plan to play. Um yeah, I think this is not only our 49ers second second against the run game right now. I just think it's gonna be a game where just all three are getting mixed in again and neither one of them are really gonna go off for a big game. Um and then my, my second one, I got we were just talking about him earlier, Robbie Anderson, the Bears second against wide receivers right now. Um, their their defense is playing some good football. They're they're averaging over two sacks a game, so I think they're going to be putting pressure on Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and and yeah, I think I think you know Mike Davis is going to have a really good game. I believe I think they're going to have to have to use him a lot. Um, and then my last one is Jimmy Graham, you know, versus the Panthers, like just for all the same reasons that you have Allen Robinson. You know, the the Panthers defense as well is, they're they're playing really good football right now. I think this game in general is just going to be a defensive battle. Um and yeah, I am just I'm just not really looking to play any any pass catchers in this game. Cool man. I think
0: uh yeah, I agree with you there. It's going to be a low-scoring game uh game for sure. Definitely bet the under. <laughs> uh all right. That uh that wraps everything up for the show today. A lot of information. Really sorry guys that uh it kind of went this long, but hopefully you did enjoy everything. Uh, make sure to follow us uh, on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. You can follow me at Antonio Denisi FF. You can follow Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six. And you can find Eric at Eric D underscore FF. Make sure to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. Uh, you can check our, our website, dynastymafiapodcast.network. And uh, yeah, anybody else got stuff to close out the show?
1: Good luck to everyone this week. Hey, making that, uh I think we're at the halfway point, right? Fancy.
0: Right after this hump, we're close to the halfway point to playoffs. Yeah, yeah six and a half weeks. Yeah, so we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. De- definitely. Good luck to everybody, and uh, Mafia out.